Hey, if you haven't checked us out on social media, you should. You can find us on Facebook at Team Carter Family Adventures fan page. On Instagram at Team Carter Family. On YouTube at Team Carter Family Adventures channel. Are you sensing a theme here? And last but certainly not least, our blog is TeamCarter.team. Look forward to seeing you on there. Go. Good evening. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Team Carter Family Podcast Adventures Podcast Extravaganza. You're Hugh. I'm Jen. I'm David. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, we were talking about Crocs tonight. That's going to be the main, the main push of the evening, if you will. But my first pair of Crocs um, this past summer in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in a Walmart where the par- where where outside in the parking lot it smelled like Parmesan cheese. Now, if you're from Chattanooga, please explain to us why on earth the Walmart parking lot smells like Parmesan Parmesan cheese. cheese. It's up on a hill. It overlooks the river. I'm not really sure why it smells like Parmesan cheese, but enlighten us, please. Chattanooga is a beautiful city. Um, Perhaps uh, maybe there's a cheese factory nearby. You know, I I hear they make Parmesan cheese out of out of wood chips anyway, and there's cellulose in there, wood fiber. So maybe it's, you know, park trees. I don't know. But, so anyway, I bought some Crocs <clears throat> in the Walmart. It was about 8.30 in the morning. It was July of this year in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at a Walmart where the parking lot smelled like, smelled like um, Parmesan cheese, or Farmer John cheese, as the kids call it. And I was skeptical at first, because, you know, Crocs, right? Um, but I... On, on, the Walmart knockoff brand. I bought... Uh, yeah, so... I went on this road trip with a pair of Chacos and... That was it. I think that might have been that the only it, shoes that you, I brought. You forgot your other shoes. I think I'm, that might have been the only pair of shoes. So a 15-day trip with a pair of Chacos. I wore them in Dollywood the day before. Dollywood! And my feet were hurting. So I needed an alternative pair of shoes. So I stopped at this Walmart. Bought a $12, now $12 pair of Rugged Sharks. Basically Crocs, but they're Walmart brand or Rugged Shark brand Croc shoes. This podcast is not sponsored by Crocs or Rugged Shark, but we would love to be. Or Walmart. Or Walmart. It's, we're not sponsored by Walmart either. Not sponsored by the Walmarts. Um, Yet. Yet. Hey. I don't know if, I, I don't know if I'd be okay to be sponsored by Walmart. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one pretty hard. Um, but... So, bought them, and I wore them, so that was like day three of the trip, day four of the trip? Mm, yeah, day four. Day four of the trip. Day four of the trip. I wore, them, I, I wore them literally every single day of the trip after that. He wore them in the desert, he wore them in the high plateau, he wore them in the Rockies. Mm-hmm, all the way. Across Kansas. I, I wore them in, in tornado-stricken Kansas, I, I wore them in St. Louis, Missouri. Through the, through the St. Louis Zoo. I wore them in Kentucky. Um, I wore them in Waynesville, North Carolina when we stopped on the way back, and I wore them in Rock Hill. And I still wear them to this day. They're still my most comfortable walking shoe yep. is the Crocs. In particular, in particular, the socks with Crocs. So like a nice, heavy, thick wool sock and some Crocs. I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I'm he's He's you. walked... 
effectively 7.2 miles twice now on different overnight campouts. So, yeah. And my crock gators. And your crocs with your wool socks. And mm-hmm. that was for the win. It was, it's, it's Carrying a pack. Yeah, <laughs> with some serious weight on. And it's very comfortable. You know, my feet, my toes don't feel scrunched or anything afterwards. So I'm a big, big fan. So we're going to segue and say that... We're segueing already? We're segueing away from the Crocs to say that I think he would really like a pair of Ultras. We're also not sponsored by Ultra, but... Um, for years I had different type of hiking shoes, changed them up, um, didn't wear them a whole lot and I just figured, oh, it's cause we don't wear them a lot and they just need to be broken in and I guess I just haven't gone on any serious crazy hikes in these and I would always get blisters like all the time and I was like, well, they just haven't been broken in. So <laughs> if they're too tight in the store, they're going to be too tight outside. So, um... On the suggestion of uh, some people that love ultras, I went and tried out several different kinds and walked around REI, and they're amazing. And I can say I've had mine for at least a year now, and they're incredible. Yes. Ultras Temps 3. So um, you can basically, <laughs> I can I can spread my toes all the way out, and they barely touch the sides of the shoe. It's wonderful. Um. Yes, so one of the issues that I, I I always had issues with with my feet hurting on long hikes. I just thought it was, I thought the problem was me. Honestly, I thought the issue was just me. Yeah, like you got to break in your shoes. You got to break in your Maybe shoes. Maybe you just and, haven't broken in your shoes. And your feet just hurt on long hikes. And and while that's that's partially true, but not not really. Not like my feet were hurting. The big problem for me always was my toes. My toes would always get bunched up and hurt, and sometimes get. Get, get blisters. What I figured out was, first off, I was, I've was i been a size 12 shoe since I was like 18. But, however, my feet, I actually need a size 13 in shoes. My feet have actually continued to grow. Um, so that's one thing. And secondarily, I've had th- four pairs, three pairs, four pairs of Solomons. And a really good shoe, really solid. Um, Solid running shoe. I've done. I've done ten k's, and then. Um, when you did t- your ten k's with your Solomons, did they still have blisters on your feet or hot spots on your feet? No, <clears throat> no. It's just the walking. It's just the long distance walking up and down mountains, specifically down that gets my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I'd always had that problem. I'd always had issues with shoes, until, until the Crocs. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't tried Ultras. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe you know maybe that would work really well for me, but the, the similarity now here's the interesting thing here's the link. Similarity between and Jen may have just said this, mm-hmm. the similarity between the Crocs and the Ultras is the wide toe box. Yeah. That's the key wide toe box, folks. They look like clown shoes, but it doesn't matter because because they're comfortable. They're comfortable, uh-huh. and you don't get blisters. Uh-huh. Your toes can fully expand so when you're going downhill. Your toes don't slam into the front of the shoe. That's the thing that would mm-hmm. get you. Mm-hmm. You walk down a slope and your toes slam into the front of the shoe again, and you get miles over miles over miles. That they can hurt pretty badly. And you can also <clears throat> tie your shoes in different ways to where your shoes won't do that. Like the heel lock, that mm-hmm. really helps my really my feet mm-hmm, not jam into the, my shoes. Yeah. So look up a heel lock on your on your shoe, and basically you rethread it a different way. You make a loop through the. 
Oh, I can't explain it right. But anyway, look that up. Heel lock, and it basically keeps your shoe. Yeah, maybe if you look it up and read off the diagram, that would be better than me trying to explain what that is. But basically, it um, it prevents your foot from slipping around in the shoe. And no. so when you're going downhill, like so when you're going downhill, like down a mountain, it doesn't. Your feet don't slip and slide to the front of the shoe. I mean, you can probably, you know, just use the heel. I'm sure runners do that, too, for running and stuff. And ultras also come with this really cool, um, uh, what would you call it? It's like an extra little um, drawstring thing in the front that you can pull to make your shoes snugger if you need them to be snug. um, Heel lock is also commonly called the runner's loop, runner's tie, or better yet, lock lacing. This technique is all the same regardless of what you've heard it called. It creates a super tight finish and prevents heel slippage while using your running shoes. Okay. <clears throat> so before, when I used to run 5Ks um, <laughs> with David, uh, a long, long time ago, I never did that to my shoes. And I guess I was never worse for the wear. But That's heel slip, though. not mm-hmm. that, that prevents your heel from slipping up and down. Not necessarily... I- I know, but that doesn't compensate for a toe box. But you can do that to prevent your... Thank it's you. just a better so way to you used to, to get blisters on your heels, too, is what you're saying. Yeah, I did. I used to. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's because I didn't use that or... Now, I have gone to a running store before where they have watched you run on a treadmill. And then they fit you with some shoes. And I did have some nice bricks for a while. And those were all right. And then I tried... Um, when those wore out, I tried some Spire 361s, I think, and those were all right. And then those wore, those wore through the back of the shoe where like the little heel cup is kind of wearing so much that sticks out of the shoe and that's not very comfortable. Um, and so I was looking for walking shoes this time because even though I love the ultras, I, I have the trail runners and they're just not great for if you're just road walking or road running um, and I like to go on long walks. And so I got some, on the recommendation of a friend, some Bionics. And they've been really nice. Your shoes, Bionics? Mm-hmm. These are shoes or these are different from your Ultras? These are different from Ultras. But I guess I'm just sharing what all the different shoes that I've tried. And Jen um, has a lot of shoes is what she's telling you all right now. Well, no. I get one pair of athletic shoes. And when they wear out, I just buy another pair. So... I don't have all these shoes anymore. I'm just going through like the last 10 years of uh, running or walking shoes. This is a meme I just read on on our friend Leanna's uh, Facebook. Triscuits are the perfect snack for anyone that has ever had the urge to eat wicker furniture. <laughs> but they're so good. Triscuits are delicious. Nice. Triscuits are delicious. Uh, how to stay on top of the laundry when you have two or more kids. Number one, you can't. Number two, find a new dream. <laughs> <coughs> yes. It's pretty good. Did I did I read Babylon B stuff last time I was on here? Maybe. But you should read some more. <laughs> that means I want to read some more. What was the one last night that had you chuckling? Um... David likes to let out a hearty guffaw, especially when the kids have already gone to sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, shh, take it down, take it down. Uh, somebody's like, I can't read. 
Uh, he can read. They're just not appropriate for our family. <laughs> not just not appropriate for a family-friendly podcast. Family podcast. Elon Musk announces to reduce Twitter workforce to only 280 people. It's much more efficient this way, he says. Let's see. You get it? Because Twitter's 280 characters. Mm. Maybe not. I don't get it. That one in my head. So. I don't yeah, use Twitter, so... Sorry, everyone who's been looking for a Twitter account. I don't think we have one. So, never post on it. Never. I never really liked it. I don't know why. I just... I don't know. Here's one. Democrats form committee to get to the bottom of who did all those lockdowns and vaccine mandates. What, what? <laughs> and powerful call... For nation to calm down, Biden falls asleep. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Anyway, okay. Now let's try another one. There's another good one here that I like. Um, Christian memes. Dank. <laughs> Christian memes, that's a good one. That's a pretty good. Mm-hmm. Jen, tell the story about the dank dip while I'm looking this up. The dank dip? I was mm-hmm. going to tell a different story, actually. Okay, all right. Go for it. Okay, so he is looking up right now Christian memes, and I saw one online recently that just was very funny. Um, So, <laughs> if you've grown up in, like, the Pentecostal church or some more charismatic church churches, you'll probably appreciate this. So... Um, the scene is from, help me out, because I don't watch all the Star Wars movies, which is, which Star one? Wars Episode Nine. Thank you. The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And the scene is, can you set the scene for us, please? Ray and somebody else. Ray and our main, let's just say our main characters, because, yeah, just Rey. for sanity's sake. Ray, Finn, and Poe, C-3PO, and Chewbacca. Um, and probably R2-D2. And they arrive at... They arrive on this planet. I can't tell the story. They're looking for the Sith Wayfinder. It's just your standard MacGuffin they're trying to find. But, so they arrive on this planet, and... <clears throat> there's like a festival happening. There's a, there's a big festival, colorful... With aliens. Kind of think like a holy festival, or like the Indian Festival of Color. Think David said it was the color. Alien Renaissance Festival. It's- <laughs> It looked like the, the equivalent of the Star Wars Renaissance, Ren Fair, Ren Fest. And so they they come up over the hill and they're just kind of amazed at what they're seeing. Uh, and Ray says something to the effect of, you know, oh, this is amazing. And she's looking around and she's like, you know, I don't get it. What are they doing? You know, and then C three they all look at C-3PO and he's like, oh, and he puts his hands on his hips and... He's kind of explaining, like, oh, this is a holy festival, you know, or they're doing something, you know, whatever. And they're all just looking like, what? And they're all just looking at them. And anyway, so the Christian meme takes this scene, and it's like when your Pentecostal friend invites you to his church for the first time. And the song is, um, and I will rise out of that grave. And then, like, everyone's, like, worshiping with hands raised. <laughs> and they're all just like, what? <laughs> and then they stare back at C-3PO, and then he's like, oh. And then he, like, looks ahead. Anyway, it's great. I laughed hardly at that one. Sent it to many friends. It was great. 
But tell the story about the dank dip now. That's a good story. The dank dip? Okay, so I was with a friend um, in downtown Clemson. This is probably before I graduated. So if this restaurant is still there, it's just amazing because restaurants change hands like all the time Um, or every so often. And so I don't know. We went to this restaurant, and it was Geezer Pops. I hope Geezer Pops is still there just for the story. Um, It was like an above second story restaurant. You had to walk upstairs. I remember that to like sit at the restaurant. So me and my friend are trying it out before I graduate and we sit there and the, the waiter, our waiter was just overly, a tad overly aggressive. Um, I guess cause the restaurant had just opened or something. He could have been the owner also being a waiter a, because we, that's yeah. happened before, right? It's, it's pretty likely that he's the owner. It's, <laughs> it's pretty likely, right? Or he was the general manager maybe. I don't know. So um, nice guy takes our order. I forget what we ordered. Maybe sandwich. It was like a sandwich place. So I guess we ordered, and he was like, "Do you want some dink dip?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And my friend was like, "What is that?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." And he was like, "You gotta get the dink dip. Try the dink dip. You gotta get the, you gotta get the dink dip." And he was just a tad overly aggressive with the dink dip. And I think he asked us like two more times, like. We were like, oh, I think we're good. And, like, he came back with our waters, and he was like, so are you going to try some Dink Dip? And we were just like, you know what? Sure, I'll love some Dink Dip. You know dip. what? I'll have the Dink Dip. I'll have the Dink Dip. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was, like, spinach. I mean, I don't remember it being bad, but it was, like, I didn't really. I just felt like he was being a little overly aggressive. The I quality think, of the Dink Dip at this point is not even the point of the story. It's not even the... I mean, it's neither here nor there. Um, I think it was like a spinach artichoke dip, if I remember correctly. And anyway, I don't even know if my friend remembers this at all, but, like, that's memories. And so, Geezer Pops, if you're still open in downtown Clemson, do you do you still have the Dink Dip? I'm going to look it up. Do you still have it? Is Geezer Pops still a thing? Might not be a thing. I don't know. Geezer pops. Clemson. The next time that we are in Clemson, we will go by there and we will let you know if we were able to order any dink dip, and how it was, and our overall review. Geezer pops is no more. Oh well, then in that case, this is one of those times when this story has just been delightfully sealed up, just for my. Enjoyment. Enjoyment and inside humor. And, <laughs> and I can, just, oh my God. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. I just pulled up Geezer Pops' Twitter. Ah, it's perfect. What? It's, look what it says. Look what the tagline up under the, up under the Twitter. Have you tried the Dink Dip? <laughs> <laughs> no way. So they, they haven't tweeted since 2010. Oh my god! But oh my god! It could have been the same week I was there. What a time warp! Yeah, they have. They they, they tweeted September seventh, two thousand ten was the last one. The very first tweet in March twenty fifth, two thousand ten was making some fresh dank dip. Wow! Amazing. There you go. So just to add a little um, background information what am i trying to say that's that's hilarious have you tried have the you dink tried dip? the dink dip they have 11 followers man make it 12 yeah, i'm gonna follow 
<laughs> we didn't they even haven't tweeted in 12 years. What's the worst that could happen? I'm sure this will be a productive relationship on social media. If you are the general manager, the owner of Geezer Pops of downtown Clemson, what was what was what was Geezer Pops at downtown Where you Clemson? At? I'm tweeting them right now. If you if you remember that or were there or would like to share the dink dip recipe if you're a former employee, please let us know because I would love to just really we really take, miss take a trip down memory lane. The dank dip. I'm gonna I'm tweeting them right now. I haven't tweeted in like 12 years. Oh my so gosh, who's going to answer? We really missed the dang dip. Any chance? Any chance you can get that recipe? You can... Dish <laughs> on that <laughs> recipe. It's fantastic. With us? Thanks. Anybody? Hashtag never forget. Never forget. I gotta spell forget right. F R G E T. There we go. Never forget. Hashtag dank dip. Uh, hashtag geezer pops. Is geezer pops a chain? You think? Mm, I'm not sure. Hashtag Clemson. I'm not sure. Hashtag. Gotta try it. <laughs> Whose Twitter account are you using, by the way? We have, Yours? Twitter. We have, we have a Twitter account. account? Yeah, girl. Jeez. When was the last time we tw- tweeted anything? Hashtag I need it. Okay. I'm okay. gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> Alright, here we go. I'm gonna really need you to stop. Let's not pull a, a Kofefe moment Hasht- here. Hashtag do something in these hills. Dink dip. Hashtag that something is dink dip. Hashtag do something in these hills. <laughs> there is there's something. something. There's that's two S's. Keep your Some. hashtag keep your filthy hands off my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Keep your filthy hands off my dink dip. Filthy hands. <laughs> <laughs> off my dank dip. You got a B-Y-O-G. B-Y-O-D-D. B-Y-O. Dank dip. dip. Alright, here we go. Okay. Okay. At Geezer Pops. We really missed the dank dip. Any chance you can dish on that recipe? I should say that differently. How can I say that? Anyway, you can send us the recipe, please. Any, any chance you can dish on that recipe? Or dish on the recipe the fact that the Twitter Thanks. hashtag line is, have you tried the dank dip? Hashtag. Makes my heart so happy. <laughs> so That, like, perfect. dreams really do come true. We've like, been... And, the, and I'm not a liar. Guys, so been, that, that, that fact like, check that entire story. We've been making that joke for literally 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, there it is. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Uh, Geezer Pops, we really oh missed the dank God. dip. Any chance you can dish on that recipe with us? Thanks. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag dank dip. Hashtag Geezer Pops. Hashtag Clemson. Hashtag there's something in these hills. Hashtag keep your filthy hands off my dank dip. I gotta spell that right there. <laughs> F-I-L-T-H-Y. Hands off my dank dip. Have you tried the dank dip? <laughs> you know what? I'll take the dank dip. You know what? I'm going to try the dank dip. 
Okay, once you post that to them, Tweet. send it to them. Tweet. Do something. I, Can I you you those. need to look up is that a chain? Like what are we talking about here? Geezer Pops. It's a sandwich shop, right? Like a Jersey Mike's. Yeah, right? it's like yeah, sandwich. Subs and I don't know, salads or something. Thegeezer.com. What is it? Well, the geezer, it's, it's, there's not even a, there's not even a website. There's not even a website. It might not, that might be a deactivated Twitter account you just sent that to. I don't know. Geezer Pop is an album by Luca. Not sure who that is. Geezer Pop's restaurant. I'm sure somewhere in the archives of the internet, there has to be a menu. Something. Here's a song, Geezer Pop. We apologize if this ends up not being family friendly. Give it like five more seconds. It's beautiful day, you're dropping MDMA. Okay, alright, so there's that. Well, that was a thing. Alright, hang on, let me try one more thing here. Uh, there's a geezer restaurant in Santa Fe, New Mexico, or Santa, sorry, Santa Fe Springs, California. Mm hmm. Look, Geezer Pops of Clemson, and when it says it closed, can anybody pull up an old menu or something? Clemson. Maps. Let's see if there's an old picture of it or something. No, there's nothing, babe. Mm. Dead and gone. Shame. All right. Here, how about this one? How about this one? Y'all, y'all aren't ready for this one. Okay. The last... Blockbuster. Last Blockbuster. Uh, located between 3rd and Main in the Oaklawn Shopping Center. Not part of Blockbuster Corporate. We all, we're all on our own. Commentary. Uh, so they have, if you look up at Lone Blockbuster, that's, that's their Twitter handle. Twitter handle. And, uh, but they haven't tweeted in a while. I should ask them about something. Just call the number. At this point. Just, well, this is, so this is not the one in Bend, Oregon. There is a Blockbuster still active in, uh, located in Bend, Oregon, just outside of Portland. Um, of course there is. It's just the coolest. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't tweeted in a while. We rented our store out to Spirit Halloween for October, and they wouldn't let us back in. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Relax. You can ignore the giant store closing banner on the awning. That was meant to go up next week. Let's see. We're done talking about the guy who had his arm amputated because he stuck it too far into the return slot and lost all blood flow to it. We want to talk about movies. Nothing bad has happened in here so far today. There's some loose glass in the gumball machine, so if you cut your mouth, come to the register for a refund. What? Hang on, let's see. We're walking over to Fridays for half-off apps, but stores open up yourselves. 
May staff picks. I'm ready. Colleen, B-Movie, 2007. Emily, Gangs of New York, 2002. Parker was laid off. Liam was laid off. Some guy just paid Colleen with chocolate gold coins by telling her they were bitcoins. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Now... I haven't tweeted in a while. We used to have a really... Um, I want to add them. Okay. We used to have what, sorry? We used to have, growing up, a local video store, video station, and it was really cool. And you could go in there in high school and rent a movie. And yeah, just like Blockbuster. I think they had candy in there. Maybe. Can't remember. But any anyway... Shout out to Melissa, who was always working in there every time I went in there. What's it called? Video? Video what? Video station. Video station. Yeah, it's no longer there. It closed down. Now it's like a... uh, I think it's La Trattoria, unless La Trattoria changed. Who needs another fancy time? It was on James James Allen at the Harborview... um, Piggly Wiggly, which is now the Harris Teeter, but I'm going to call it the Harborview Piggly Wiggly because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm tweeting the Lone Blockbuster right now, so I'm saying we miss y'all. Can I get a copy of... What movie should I ask for? Should I ask for, like, Oh, The Fugitive with Harrison Ford? Sure. What about The Fugitive 2 with Wesley Snipes? How about... I don't know. Copy. What about Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan? Okay, there you go. That could be a good one. There you go. Well, I got it. I got it. I feel like you got to pick something like. Can I get a copy of Babe? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What about Babe? Babe's a good one. Yeah, Babe's a good one. <laughs> what have I got? Babe Two. Yes. Babe Two. Pig in the City. <laughs> <laughs> I just like these so much. All right. Oh, yeah. I can't really read those. I can't really read this out loud. It's not really going to work. Not really going to work out loud. But, so what, what are we even talking about? We're talking about shoes, right? We're talking about Crocs. And then we talked about how you would probably love some ultras because they have the wide toe box. And then we started to talk about memes and. Yeah, so I was in DC this weekend. I mean, I've already said that on on the last episode, but I'm gonna say it again. And it made me think about us planning a trip up there as a family. So doing, we take two days. One day is gonna be like a national mall day. We do the, the. The Washington Monument, Lincoln Memorial, White House, Jefferson Memorial, you know, all the stuff on the mall. And then... <coughs> if you've gone to D.C. with your kids before, and you've done the mall and the Smithsonian and things like that, what are some ones that were really good for smaller children? Like 8, 6, yeah, and Smithsonian. 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smithsonian Museum. Definitely want to go check out some of the, maybe like the... 
Isn't the Museum of Natural History supposed to be the one that, like, the Night of the Museum is modeled after? Museum 2, yeah. Okay. What was the first one? New York. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That would be really cool. And it's just something I think the kids would be interested in. And then you wanted to take the kids to the um, Smithsonian Air and Space Museum? Yeah, Air and Space. I can't remember if we checked that one out as kids or not. I can't remember. There's four. There's several... Smithsonian museums, right? Um, but the air and space one is like a you can't miss. Let's check out every single one that they have. That's a great idea because that would be great to see as much as we can. We just watched somebody's vlog on YouTube that they did like nine point four miles of walking just on the National Mall. Like <clears throat> there are seventeen free museums and a zoo. That make up the Smithsonian. Okay, can you please read those out loud? Okay. Inquiring minds want to know. Collectively called the Smithsonian Institution, this world-renowned museum and research complex consists of 17 museums, galleries, and a zoo. Wow. Uh, natural, so National Museum of Natural History. Mm-hmm. This one like everybody does. National Air and Space. Mm-hmm. National Museum of American History. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. National Zoo. I remember doing that. We did the zoo. National Museum of African American History and Culture. Mm-hmm. American Art Museum and Renwick Gallery. Mm-hmm. Art museums. I would love to go. Can our children be quiet children in art museum? They that. might not. Uh, National Air and Space Museum Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center. That's like a, an addition to that. Mm-hmm. Smithsonian Institution Building, quote, the castle. National Museum of Wait, the what is that one? Because that one on the National Mall looks like a church. What is that? The castle. I know, but what is it? <laughs> the castle. What is it? But what is it? Uh, let's see. The castle has reopened. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, for a man who never set foot in Washington, D.C., French-born, British-raised James Smithson has had a huge impact on the city. The British scientist left his considerable fortune to a nephew. The stipulation that nephew were down without air, the money would go to to the U.S. to be found at Washington under the name of Smithsonian Institution. Establishing increased research knowledge, nephew that museum complex was born. Perhaps he felt illegitimate. That's pretty interesting. Somebody who had never even been to America left a bunch of money to found the Smithsonian Institution. Thanks. And this is a. It, designed by up-and-coming New York City architect James Renwick, initially held the entire institution, a gallery, natural history collection, laboratory, and the first secretary of the organization's department. What's inside there now? So it's modern, a castle. Visitor center and after 3D maps, pinpoint deflect. Oh, so it's like the visitor center for all the rest of the 17 ones. Oh, that's <clears> cool. <throat> okay. Okay, cool. We'll have to go to that one. It can be a good way to just go make a plan of attack, so to speak. Sure. Coffee shop, snack bar. Oh, okay. That's a good... Yeah. That's a good... And it's in the middle of the National Mall, so... That's, cool. that's a good, like, stopping point. Yeah. National Museum of the American Indian. Mm-hmm. Hershorn Museum and Sculpture Garden. National Portrait Gallery. National Museum of Asian Art. National Postal Museum. Interesting. That could be cool. National Museum of African Art. Mm-hmm. A lot of art galleries. Yeah. And a... Costia, Anacostia Community Museum. And, that, and that's it. Well, wait. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That is really cool. I want to see. What's the additional air and space thing? We went to um, Bentonville, Arkansas two summers ago to visit some friends. 
and it was incredible. And they took us through the Compton Gardens Trail, which led to the Crystal Bridges uh, Museum of American Art. And it was really cool and really, like, contemporary art. But we, because they had some, like, um, art installations outside, which was cool. However, everything, once we got inside, was very echoey. And the kids were wet from playing outside in puddles and stuff. And we didn't make it inside. Apparently, that is, like, <laughs> that is like a national, like, people are like, oh, Crystal Bridges, that's, like, a national, like, landmark. Like, you got to go see that if you're interested in art it's supposed to be incredible we 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 just did we just we we, we, we just did we just couldn't so we're gonna with a bunch of little kids so we're gonna do that the next time we go to bentonville arkansas we're gonna actually go inside crystal bridges not just walk around the art exhibits outside on the front lawn yeah we were so impressed with with arkansas man Mm -hmm. just like can't can't hardly recommend Northwest Arkansas enough. It was so cool. Um, Bentonville itself is obviously the headquarters of Walmart, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot of you know, there's obviously quite a bit of industry, quite a bit of resources, that kind of thing. So back to the DC Smithsonian, mm-hmm. seventeen museums. I feel like you need a week to just do all of those properly. Mm-hmm. It's true. You you need a week to do all of those properly. Mm-hmm. Which the Smithsonian's all free. Mm-hmm. Some you need, you might need tickets in advance. So we're going to check those out and see which ones you need tickets for in advance. I want to look up, <clears throat> how do you, can you actually check out books at the Library of Congress? Oh, that would be cool. How to access library, how to access library floor. Library. of Congress. How to get access to the Library of Congress. A valid reader ID card is the minimum requirement for access to the library's public reading rooms. So many rooms of a supplement registration presentation. Some have to be 18 plus. Can anyone access the Library of Congress? You sit and read. It's free and open to the public. Time to passing. David wants to sit and read. And let me tell you how long that's going to last for their last kids. 30 seconds. He's going to be like, look at this leather-bound volume this, of something. Look at this. This is incredible. This is Teddy Roosevelt's personal journal. And, and then we're just going to be like, wah! And then we're going to get kicked out of the library. Yeah. That's how that's going to go down. Uh, it, uh, library Can't hit circle. your sister in the face with Teddy Roosevelt's journal. <laughs> you can't. Put down Thomas Jefferson's diary. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, so anyway, that's the thing. That that would be cool. Maybe when it's just me and you, we can go to the Library of Congress and actually sit down and read something. That sounds fun. I agree. I agree. Um, so, that's the thing. So, we're thinking about a trip to D.C. now. We're thinking about doing it. What did we say? Oh, 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 that's right. right, I'm trying to think. Do I need to bring a jogging stroller even though all of our children can walk? Because 9.4 miles sounds like a lot. 
Nah, well, we just won't do that. Starting from the you yeah. starting from the Lincoln Memorial all the way to the Capitol to the White House was nine point four miles. No, that was just the route that they did. Oh, okay. it's not that far to the White House. It's not that far. It's, okay, well, it, that's... it's like three quarters of a mile or something. Okay, well that's reassuring. If it's like under five miles, I'd say maybe yeah, we could not, do it. But yeah, it's not. It's not that crazy. I mean, it'll it'll probably be every bit of three to five miles. Sure. Um, but. So we're thinking about doing it as the first leg of our summer 2023 Super Ultra Mega Team Carter Family Adventure Road Trip. Woo! Is doing DC. Has a couple days in DC as part of that. Mm-hmm. So that's our thought. Um, we're thinking about maybe... How much Airbnbs are downtown? Let's see. This is why we do this podcast, because it gives us time to think and plan and dream. Let's see. And we're verbal processors, so we have to say it out loud anyway. So it's Washington, D.C. Let's see. Washington, D.C. Let's see. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area and you want us to visit, a.k.a. crash on your living room floor, mm-hmm. please let us know. Should we go in July? That'd be too... We've gone to July in the past. Oh, Lord. Well. I can July 4th in Washington, D.C. Oh, that's pretty magical. That would be pretty magical. Is that, is that like overshooting it? People that live in Washington, D.C., is that too much to try and do it on July 4th? Because that sounds fun and crazy. All right, so let's say we go July 4th. So. A lot of people go in April because that's when the cherry tree blossoms explode in color and it's beautiful. However, we already have a trip planned in April to go to NASA with uh, the scouts. So April's probably out, right? Yeah, April's out. Yeah, April's out. April's out. So let's see. Where's that? There's a mall, right? There's the mall. Where's the mall? Yeah, there's the mall. There's the White House. There's. Are you staying in the Willard? Right? Well, we didn't stay there. That's where the event was. Ninety-nine bucks for room for an upscale hotel room. Three eighty-nine for an apartment in Dupont Circle. That's really close to, to to the White House there. Condo in Logan Circle. Two fourteen a night. That's not that bad actually. Two fourteen a night. That's not that bad. Convenient, clean, and private. And it would have a parking spot. I guess that'd be a good question. Doesn't I mean, if, if it had a spot. parking on-site parking spot, that'd be great. Does it have? Or we'll just take a hotel that has a parking garage or whatever. Yeah, doesn't have parking, 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 parking. Self check-in. Matthew's a super host. Modern furnished, large one-bedroom apartment in downtown Northwest Washington with optional gated parking. Perfect for anyone visiting DC for business fun family if you're local and you want to come to That's cool. So two was that two fourteen a night? It's not that bad, babe. Mm-hmm. There's one seventy five, charming row house with fireplace. Yeah, I'm gonna say with kids that anything that is minimalistically designed where there's less stuff to break is a win for me. I mean that one on DuPont Circle right there is, is literally like a block away. Like, that's the White House right there, and there's... Oh, this, snap. That's, that's like... <clears throat> that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's cool. That would be cool. 
Fourth of July fireworks, man. Couldn't block those out at night, though. I know, it'd be tough. It'd be tough, because you'd be, like, right there. But you'd also be right there, so. So what are we thinking, like, one day? Excuse me, I'm tired, y'all. Um, one day doing, okay, how many, realistically, how many museums can we do in one day? Two? Probably two. To actually do them right. To actually walk through, see it, learn a lot. Probably two. Probably two, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, do one before lunch, have lunch, do one after lunch. Um, that's probably what we can do. So if we knock out two, two museums in one day, and then we have, maybe we can do a third museum in the morning of on the second day, mm-hmm. and then do the, I guess one of those days has to be, oh, that's really pretty. One of those days has to be doing all the other things on the National Mall, like go see the White House and go see the um, Lincoln Memorial and the Jefferson Memorial and, you know, walking around the whole, like, war memorials, doing the whole thing, like, that's at least half a day right there. If not, could be a whole day, depending on how slow we walk. So that's two days. And then, oh, man, and then do we want to go to the National Zoo? Because that's, that's definitely a day as well. Look at the interior. Oh, that's simple. Pr- that's that's pretty. Simple. Nothing really to break. They get their couches from IKEA probably or yeah. Wayfair. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty. Right. That's pretty. Just just a just a house. Yeah. Does it have parking? Good question. Good question. Let's see. Six guests, one bedroom, three beds, one bath. So yeah, one bedroom, one bath. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what is this thing? 750 square foot English basement unit includes a bedroom with a queen size bed, large room with two food tiles, a portable full size bed, two twin fold out beds. You find a full kitchen with oven, microwave, stove, and cooking supplies. More we have access to a large tranquil backyard to get some RR after hitting all the nearby sites. Parking available for a flat service fee. Hmm. Parking is additional on that one. Well, actually, it says free parking on premises. Interesting. That's nice. That is literally, it's two blocks from, wow. from, from the mall. It's got 415 reviews. Oh, Lord. It's a popular one. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a, here's a bad review. This apartment was not actually for... This is actually not for six people at all. Bed situation disaster. There's a bedroom with a queen bed for sure. But then in the living room, the sofa bed is definitely not for two people because way too small and not comfortable at all. The, the trundle bed is terrible. Mattress is so thin and uncomfortable, so you can be three people maximum. Location is pretty okay because it is very quiet, close to the capital, but pretty far from rest bars restaurants. It's a very residential area. If you don't have a car, it's not very convenient. Overall, the apartment is very old and would need a little cosmetic. Hmm. Okay, but that's not why you booked that apartment. Everybody else <clears throat> had good things to say about had, it. Had good things to quiet say. Quiet residential street. That's a win. Free parking. That's a win. It's a great location and good for our family of four. August 2022. I like that. Nice. Thank you. You know, and I feel like every Airbnb we have ever gone to is a gamble 50-50 for how comfy the beds are. It's either great or it's not great. Location, location, location. The apartment is just minutes from the Capitol and the Navy Yard. Our family of five had a great stay there. Three elementary school kids and two adults. Location was great for walking, riding, metro to monuments and museums. The house is basic, nothing fancy. It met our needs. Mm-hmm. 
But I wonder, though, if we're so far away from the house anyway, because you're basically out all day long, hitting it hard, basically, like, you know, seeing everything that you want to see, are you really going to have time to, like, oh, let me just go back to the house and, like, cook lunch? Probably not. Maybe we cook dinner or eat breakfast there, but I don't know. I don't know. I can I can manage. I can manage with peanut butter and sandwiches or... You know, cook in a microwave. It doesn't have to be. I like the Airbnb idea, but I'm going to compare it to like, you know, what's the, what's the, um, what am I trying to say? Hilton and Express or whatever we normally stay at. Holiday and Express. Holiday and Express, thank you. Or Home to Sweets or something. Very attentive. I mean, the reviews are far and above. Sure. I'm sure they know their stuff. Positive. 765 reviews total. This guy knows what he's doing. It's pretty good. This guy knows what he's doing. What if it works tonight? Let's just say I reserved it. Let's see how much it would be. Yeah, so that's kind of what I figured on the cleaning fees in there. 184 times 3 is 552. Throw a $75 cleaning fee, $88 service fee. Taxes $100, bucks, 822 For how many days? That's July 1st through the 4th. Mm-hmm. Although we wouldn't want to check out on the 4th. We wouldn't no, want to, you wouldn't want to go anywhere. You want to leave on the 5th. Mm-hmm. So 2nd through the 5th, three nights. And maybe is, we'll, you know what this is turning into? This is turning into like a whole separate trip just in D.C., not as like a stopover to somewhere else. We can do a stopover. Yeah, we could. Spend some days in D.C. and then hot foot it up to... New York. Up to New York. New, New York! New York! Or Maine, even, if, we're, if that's what we want okay. to do. Okay, opinion time. If you were, say, halfway to Maine, because New York is like, what, 10 hours, 12 hours, something like that, from Acadia National Park, if you mm-hmm. were halfway there, would you keep going? Would you find a way to keep going to Acadia, or would you turn around and go home if you're halfway? Good question. Good question. Guess you'll have to stay tuned and find out. Let's see what we do. Mm-hmm. If you know us at all, your money should be on us keeping going. <laughs> we're not going to so, stop. So in order to keep going, we're going to have to be really cheap and... Oh, that's gorgeous. To be... I'm looking up Airbnbs while Jen's talking. Right. Um, it's like a brownstone that he pulled up. It's really pretty. Yeah. Um, that means we're going to have to be really super cheap. And so I feel like our go-to is just going to be like, get the cheaper hotel, eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and Easy Mac. And what we generally do is we... And stay in D.C. for like two or three, two or three days, not like When we do these trips. <laughs> so well, here's the other thing. When I went this weekend, we stayed in Arlington. Arlington? Yeah. Alexandria. Arlington. And we spent so much money on Ubers back and forth. Ubers are like $30 a pop. We spent so much money on Ubers that we could have stayed at a hotel actually in D.C. for the literally the exact same amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and especially with us with kids, we'd have to get Uber XLs or Uber Blacks, which are even bigger. Oh, yeah. So, and even more expensive. So, you know, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Oh, and the metro is like super cheap too, so if you can ride the metro and still so, riding in your car, that's fine too. We tried to ride the metro, 
and uh, the line that we needed was <laughs> the, ridiculous. Well, the line that we needed was closed, so we would have had to take an alternate, and but we had to get back to the hotel to change to get ready for the next thing that night. And so I was like, man, let's just let's just get an Uber. You know, we'll figure it out. You know, we we try. We rode like four stops, and we're anywhere close to where we needed to be. And then you got to walk like and then, a mile yeah, in your and then, suits. And then, we, and then we would have had to walk a mile once we actually got down like, to Arlington. <clears throat> and uh, so that it just wasn't really an option. So um, that's what we did. I am. I am. So whew, with, these, with these trips, what we do is we'll pick... One thing to be the thing that we spend money on. So, you know, a couple of nights in D.C. with some trips to museums. And the rest of the trip, we're staying at Holiday Inn Expresses. We're eating, you know, um, SpaghettiOs, that kind of thing. We're doing it on cheap. Which we're saving money, I guess, because all the Smithsonian's are free. And all mm-hmm. the memorials and monuments are free. So, I guess we're saving money from that aspect. And so, that'll be our hotel money is the money we didn't spend on museums and such. And the thing we do want to be cognizant of or aware of because that we've learned last time is that last time we went too far in in too short an amount of time. Mm-hmm. We did like 6,000 miles in 15 days, and it was just insane. I was so sick of being in the car. <laughs> and the, and <laughs> He did really good, though. He never yelled at us. He did really good. Oh, thank you. Um, and, and then when, when we did finally get to Moab, our... Our, so tired. Our, our, our kind of turnaround spot. We just all collapsed for basically an entire day. We just rested for a whole day. Which we were supposed to rest for a whole day in Flagstaff, but that didn't happen. That didn't work out because our Airbnb kind of got jacked so, up. So, so, say that, say that last little part again. What part again? That last little part because we didn't have a rest day in Flagstaff because why? Because we got a janky Airbnb. We got a janky Airbnb in Flagstaff. But we had an incredible Airbnb in Moab. So, you know. It's a, it's a little hit or miss. Right. Um, but, so, we uh, we don't want to go as far this time as fast. So, you know, from here to D.C. is like six hours. Mm-hmm. That is that that is just That's about solid. as far as you could ever want to go in a day. And, you know, of course you can do longer. We've done, you know, th- uh, we did 14 hours, but it, it was not enjoyable. People from New York definitely go all the way back to New York in one day, but that is a solid, like, 10 hours of driving from the Charlotte Crazy. area. And that's that's a lot. <sighs> so. Maybe it's longer than 10 hours. I don't know. So we don't want to do that. So we want to break it up into, like, maximum, maximum five hours of driving at a time in between stops. So we'll do six hours of D.C., then from D.C., plus five hours so does that get us to new york probably not mm, it might though maybe i don't know what it might look at washington dc to what's the name of the town um let's go with uh let's go with um ithaca because i don't i can't remember the name of the town that they actually live in i have to look that up but it's somewhere near ithaca if it's not ithaca So Washington to Ithaca. Google's thinking about it. Come on, Google. Here we go. <laughs> what is it? No. Okay. Hang on. I thought I meant Washington State. 
It's it's five, it's six hours. It's five hours and forty five minutes. So Washington D.C. is the halfway point, sort of yeah, like from, yeah, from D.C. to Ithaca, New York. Yeah. If if they live in Ithaca, if that's the okay, look up D.C. to Rome. Dryden, that's the that's Dryden. the town. Dryden and Dryden's another ten minutes. It's basically six hours. Okay, and then Rome is an hour and a half away from. Dryden, so that's not bad. If we if we want to see our other friends in Rome, then that's not a bad drive at all. It's like a day trip, <laughs> like yeah, go up, hang out, you know, that's not bad at all. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's like an hour and a half <clears throat> from Ithaca to Rome. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's like two hours actually. It's not bad. Well, if we do Dryden, that would be our Uh, yeah, hour and a half, hour and thirty minutes. Drive to Syracuse. The Q's. Hey. Drive to the Q's. Museum of Art, Syracuse University. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm up for that. Uh, I'm up for DC to Dryden. Mm-hmm. There's Scranton down that way. Gotta go through there. There's Binghamton. Susquehanna. Interesting. And then how many hours is it, just for funsies, how many hours is it from, let's say, Rome to Acadia National Park? Acadia National Park. Far. But then there's like several places oh, you can... very far. Yeah, I'm sure it's like 12 hours, right? It's very far. It's... But there's more... There's more to, like, you know... Like eight hours. Eight and a half hours. Eight and a half hours. Like there's Bar Harbor, there's Portsmouth, there's like mm-hmm. other places within the park, right? Portland. Mm, you drive through Portland. Maybe it's Portland. Augusta. Sorry, Sorry Maine. You drive through Portland. I mean, you, you go pretty close to Boston. Yeah. If we're going to do that. Oh my God. See, then we'd have to spend like three days in Boston because we've heard Boston's so cool. So then you got to do all that. Oh, man. Oh, man. So many cool things. Oh, man. And we're not even going to New York City. I don't really want to touch that right now with small kids because that's, that seems really daunting. Yeah. Maybe if you're from New York City, you can laugh at me and say that, you know, people do it with small kids all the time, but I don't know. We're just not used to, like, large city driving and... In a couple of days in D.C. We'll and managing our children day, on yeah. sidewalks. And, yeah, D.C. is going to be a good sure. test of that. After a couple of days in, in D.C., we might be big city now. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or we could love it. I mean, or we could love yeah. it. Um, just saying. I don't know. Uh, I think going up to going up to Ithaca would be really cool. What's room to Boston? Uh, just for fun. Like four hours, maybe? Let's see. And the reason why we're picking Dryden is because, and Rome is because we have dear friends that live in both of those places. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and so the point would be Rome to visit to, those friends. It's four and a half hours from Rome to Boston. You drive well, through. You drive through Massachusetts. You drive through. I mean, obviously, you drive through Connecticut. You drive through Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts. That sounds fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm laughing because David's laughing because in general he does all the driving. So I'm like, ooh, let's drive through there. That sounds fun. We're just going up to Nova Scotia. Prince Edward Island. I know. I wanna go to I wanna go to Prince Edward Island. It's way up there. I know. 
Man, okay. You can't really... I mean, it would take a whole, probably two extra days of driving to go up there. It's up there, man. It's really pretty. It is up there. Well, you know, it's like, um, you know, we'll probably do do the New England tour, driving it, a crazy amount of driving this summer. And then you'll be like, well, that was fun. Okay, next time we're just going to fly to Maine. Okay. Never drive up here again. (laughs) Never drive to Acadia ever again. We'll just fly. Kind of like the next time we go out to the Grand Canyon, we'll probably just fly. Yeah, we will just fly. Yeah. Still got to make it to Oklahoma, though. Haven't been there yet. Still got to make it to uh, the West Coast. And then we still got to do... Yeah, let's just go hang out on uh, Rhode Island where they where they uh, did the... Where they filmed... Um, New Bedford. Where they filmed uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Sandwich Mashpee, Orleans, Wellfleet, Provincetown, Chatham, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Jeff Aquatic. Um, you know, you know, what are you going to do, right? I don't know. I think, <clears throat> you know, there's also the option for us to take a left instead of a right mm-hmm. and go to Ohio. Ohio, and then we also have some friends in Detroit, in Columbus, and then we also have friends in Detroit, mm-hmm. and then we also have friends in Indiana. So this could also turn to a Midwestern adventure. Will the Carters run out of money? Will the Carters continue northeasterly bound or Midwest bound? Stay tuned. Summer twenty twenty three. Stay tuned. Um. Tune in next time to find, do we absolutely lose our gourds? Do we come to our senses and just fly? Peace.